ready to lace up your boots, throw up your horns, and jump into the pit. Then let's stomp the stigmas of mental illness. It's time for Above Ground Podcast. Now, Will Foley and Timothy Patrick. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to another edition of Above Ground Podcast. What's up, Because Timmy? you can't serve below. That's right. You can't serve below, Timmy. How are you going to serve below? You know what I mean? Except your memory. Your memory does serve some people. But does it fire right. up enough people? But you, the point is you can't die with your music still in you. That's right. I love it. I love it. What's up, Timmy? How are we What's doing? Up? All right. Living so the we, quarantine life. Yeah, the quarantine life, man. Mm-hmm. You know, although Timmy, Timmy and I are both essential workers. But Timmy's more essential than I am. Timmy's way more essential than I am, at least in my eyes, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but you so, know, so this this is the first episode of May, which is uh, May, as we all know, is Mental Health Awareness Month. That's right, Mental Health Awareness Month. Welcome to Mental Health Awareness Month. Yes, although. So, Will and I both mental health awareness. (laughs) Will and I both feel that every month should be mental health awareness month, but you know, we just do what we do every every day, anyways. But I think um, to have a little bit more emphasis on it isn't a bad thing. You know, I don't think I don't think shining light on anything in the dark recesses of the closet is a bad thing. Yeah, I think I think that these months, I it's it's weird though to like all these months that we have. You know what I mean? We've got a celebration. I know celebration of that. I know, I, but I you know for now this is me, and I don't like to celebrate much. So I I suppose for somebody who has that attitude, I guess no celebration is that great. You know what I mean? Because I don't even like celebrating my birthday all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know if the, I don't know if, again I don't know if it, it's it's as much of a celebration as it is more of uh, just bring like you said shed some light on something that um you know needs to be out in the open more you know it is and I think that having the month be a month is it, it helps it helps to get the conversation out there right it really does right. help to get the conversation out there. I, I and and you know we I shared an article on um, the Above Ground Podcast Facebook page today from the Washington Post, and Timmy made a comment on it. Um, <laughs> and I commented on on underneath, and it's a very lengthy article. And Mental Health Awareness Month this month, and this being the first week of it, I think is even more pivotal now as we've as we are, we don't know yet what the mental health cost of the virus is going to be yet. We see some of it because obviously in New York, we've lost two. We, there was an EMT that, that died by suicide shortly right before the ER doctor that uh, died by yeah. suicide. And that, that brought up some, some interesting questions because I, I think that, and, and I think the reason why a lot of people are saying that we haven't seen a wave like this is because 
the healers and the helpers are the ones who on the front lines. And I'm not saying, and I'm not shortchanging anybody yeah, on no, the other side you're... of the front lines. Yeah. As far as the, those first liners of medical help, they don't necessarily have the medical help because if they're helping people, who's going to help them? Right. You know what I mean? And it's, yeah. and, and, and unfortunately, I think the, the, the shifts that they're working, the, the fact that they're, they're probably uh, quarantined from their families as well. They are. You know? they are. A lot of them. Are I mean, staying, that's a lot of them are staying in hotels. That's brutal them, as yeah. right there. That alone is, is brutal enough to, you know, there's, it's, it's just not, you know. Well, and you're not only quarantined from your family, but you also, and, and your, and your, and your circle of, of positivity generally, but now, right. but now you're the only one in the room with people who are dying, man. Right. And dude, there's, there's no, there's no correlation for a lot of people out there that have that. I mean, there are people that go in in hospice <clears throat> and, and stuff that, that deal with death all the time. But, right. But that's a little, I don't know. Maybe but this is different, different, but yeah, I yeah. think so. Just because it's more uncertain, like with hospice nine out of 10 times, if, if it gets to that stage, like, you know, that that's the last stage. Right. Absolutely. And then that, and this, you know, and this, unfortunately, is that you're not just dealing with this person dying, but you have to still worry about everybody else that's around you. Right. And in it, you know what I mean? And it's... Yeah. You it's, know what? I, it, it's, it's a little similar to, like, living with mental illness, you know? It's like you have to... There, there's regular uh, hurdles throughout your day, throughout anybody's day, even a good day. You're going to have the regular hurdles that you're going through. But then like some days, if you're not feeling any hurdles, it's those hurdle, one hurdle feels like it's about 110 hurdles. That's true. And you may just wake up and if you look at it on a scale of one to 10 with a mental disorder, with a mental health disorder or, or an illness, you may only operate on a normal day at a five. Right, yeah. And that's on a good day. Now you start throwing in all the other stuff that's going on. Right, that's exactly, you're absolutely right. That's, that's, that's what, exactly what I was getting at. And it, it's, you know, it's, it's, a, rest, it's, a, it's a cocktail of, of chaos, man. It's not, it's, yeah, it it's, it's not going to be good for anybody. And the, the thing is, too, is that it not only – like we're not look, just looking at the fact that they're not going to be able to be helped, but how are they going to be able to help everybody else? So where is that next wave coming from? Because not now that, we've had our chaos and now we have chaos with, with education too. Right. Because, and I, that's what I mean. I, that, that's what I was going to say is, is the, like the butterfly effect that it's going to have. Right. Because if, you know, if they have a family, then their family's going to feel what, you know what I mean? I mean, these people, that are doing this are, are, you know, we're, you're talking PTSD of, of record numbers. You know oh, and I mean? you're talking a PTSD that is, that's almost, almost, I, I, you know, I don't, I don't know because I've never served combat. Right. And I'll be interested. We're going to, 
in the in the upcoming weeks, we're going to start bringing in some interviews and stuff. And I'm excited about our first one because it's a friend of ours, and I'm excited to bring her on and and talk to her about some stuff. But it, it's this isn't like a like this is a quote unquote war type situation, but it's yeah. it's different because you're not staring at an enemy with a gun who is literally trying to kill you. <laughs> Because generally, if I'm walking down the street, I don't want to kill you. I may not know I'm even carrying whatever this is. Sure, yeah, yeah. So there's this existential, there's the existential crisis that comes with that also that that makes it very hard to, I, I would think, to actually treat. Because how are you going to treat it? You know what I mean? Right. And that's... That's and that's the conundrum that we're going to be facing. But not only that, but people, you, you get to the point where you um, you can't really pour from an empty cup. You know what I mean? No, well, you can't, dude. And if if you know if you're tapped, you're you tapped. Know, you're tapped. But some of them don't have a choice, and they have to work. And if they're working double shifts or whatever, right? You know, I know. I know it's scary, man. It's scary yeah. shit. We're in we're in some very uncertain times, man, and. And then, I, I honestly feel bad for the 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 kids, you know, the school age kids that are. I mean, next year it's like these kids have gone through so much already. It's like, yeah, I've I, seen I it just, in my house. I saw it in my uh, house this week first firsthand. You know, and on top of it, you're going to deal with cuts. You know, what I mean, they're cutting teachers or cutting social I, workers. I know. It's like it's now, like, it's, now's the time where you need double what you had before. Right, but but again. Then we get into this because see, and this is the conversation that we go, we all, we all take sides about what we think politically, but again, we, we send, we, we don't understand that all of this, everything, the big ball of bogusness all affects, <laughs> all affects the rest of it. It, oh, it sure. does. And, it, and if we haven't seen that yet, we're never going to see it. And it, it's like, and you know, it's scary because there's only so many, there's only so much blood to go around, man. There's, yeah. you know, and that's, you know, Tim and I have uh, been, um, I, I've, I'm five classes into becoming certified in New York state to be a peer, a peer support specialist. And we need people who are willing to step up. And I think at least with Mental Health Awareness Month, if the one thing that I could stress to anybody is, if you have any calling at all to get involved, there is no greater need than greater time and need than now, which yeah. has prompted me to kind of like, I've kind of like, I kind of stopped playing in the house, like working on music and stuff because I've been taking these classes because I'm just called to do this other thing that I think is going to just, it, it's needed. It's necessary. Oh, absolutely. We're gonna, and we're going to need peer support more than ever because there's not going to be any money out there to pay for psychiatrists, to pay for psychopharmacologists, right. to pay for psychiatrists. There's just not. And who's going to, and if you don't arm yourself, if you don't arm yourself with the education, then you, you don't you you do need a little bit of knowledge you need a lot of empathy 
but you do need a little bit of base knowledge of sure of 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 how to approach people when it comes to to at least getting people to open up about these types of topics right and not be so clinical because you don't have that clinical background because as i'm learning now that a lot of people a lot of the clinicians there's still this clinician divide between life experience even and 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 it's i think it's gotten better i think the more younger people that yeah. encounter has definitely opened up a lot because I've noticed it. Like when you did your talk for SUNY that I was on the call for, like right. I noticed that there, there's a lot more people that are more open to hear about life experience. Right. Cause I think they understand that that's, you know what I mean? That's a, that's a, a pretty big variable in it. You know, you need that piece. Yeah. I, d- I definitely think you need that piece. I don't think you can get everything from a book. Just like you can't get everything from life experience. There's certain right, right, there's right. certain things. So again, we come to the middle path, the middle way. It's like it's almost like it's almost I like know. that middle way was just the you know, you kinda teeter on either side of the yin and yang and you walk that middle path and and you can you gotta take a little bit from each side, man. And then yeah, and then as you get that little bit in, you bring a little bit more in and then you yep. can, and you you widen your circle a little bit, and then you widen sure. your, you widen your gaze a little bit. I, I suppose. No, I, I I think that's spot on. I mean, it's like I was gonna say this before you said that, but it's like uh, you know, would 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 Jimi Hendrix have been Jimi Hendrix if he if he took guitar lessons and and went by a book that taught him how to play guitar? No, he wouldn't have. Right. But he right. also needed to know how to play guitar. Right. He had to know. Right. Now, granted, did he have to know what it meant or what it was called? Right. No, yeah. not necessarily. No. But he just had to know. Like, but he had to know. He had yeah. to know, man. And that's. Right. I like that analogy. That was a good analogy. Yeah, because that's you know, it's that's how I see it at least. You know, it's like you need you need the scaffolding, but you know, at the same time, you know, if you don't have the the, if you just go by whatever you know book they're saying to go by there's not going to be any kind of when something out of the norm happens you're not going to really know what to do with it well right and if you don't have if you don't have personal experience and you're going by a book the book can't the book cannot provide emotion it can't provide that that literally in the fire moment of oh my gosh somebody's like literally like calling me saying, but my book says I have to do this, but this isn't working. What am I going to do? Right. Yet, but yet, you know, your life experience may tell you to go, you know, to go stick your fist through a wall because that's your reaction to something that you experienced as a kid. Right. But like, but what you said, take a little of each. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. You take a, take a, take an ounce of this, take an ounce of that and mix them together and see what the ingredients come up with, man. You might. That's yep. I, I agree with that a hundred percent for sure. You know, and everybody's different. So, you know, you got to treat the person, not Well, you have to meet people where they are. Yeah. And that's, and that's not a clinician thing. That's a literal like life thing. thing. You have to, yeah. <laughs> you have to meet people where they are. Yeah. And, and 
you can't change anybody, but you can try to at least give them some tools. Because you're sure. all about the tool belt, the tool belt. Oh about, yeah, all about the tool belt, man. And that's and that's the most. That's that's a very you know, that's a good way to look at it because you got to have different tools, but not every tool is going to work for every right every situation. Absolutely, and or for every person, you know. So you got to have a, a plethora of tools, so to that's speak. That's right. Yeah, absolutely, man. I actually um, just because talking about you know doing the mental health awareness month and and trying to um i guess kind of go with the conversation that we're going with as far as um more of a um i don't want to say homeopathic side but more like uh geared in the way of like peer support well so i'll just and not to interrupt you yeah i'm sorry i did but it's it's personal medicine i learned that term this week not homeopathic. Well, no, you can call it homeopathic, oh. but but as far as when it comes to mental health stuff, a lot of people will call it personal medicine because it's the it's that part of it where you're adding to it, not being dictated. To okay, it. yeah, and yeah, I just I learned like, that. I just learned. No, that. that that makes sense now that you say it like that. Pat Pat Deegan, who is um, an amazing woman, I she's very she's. You have to look her up. She's done amazing stuff. Uh, she has some groundbreaking work. She's a PhD. Uh, I think she's a psychiatrist. I don't want to say for sure. I, I'll get back to you on that. But I've learned about, I've learned about some of her stuff, man. And she's, that's what she called personal medicine, where she, she, is, she learned she went to be a PhD because she had her own experiences as a teenager with schizophrenia. And she realized that the people in the medical community were only wanted to give her pills and do all these things to her where she wanted to be an active part of it. And that's, right. and that's what we, that's what we want for everybody. Well, I'm sorry, sorry I, to cut you off. No, no, you're right. I think, I mean, again, you can't, you can, but you, it's best if you, if you, you say, let's say, um, you know, your watch isn't working. You never really knew about watches before. You're just going to take it apart and go, all right, well, Maybe let's just put a battery in it and put it back together. It's like, it's better if you have like some kind of a manual and you can look at it and go, well, let me try this. Let me try, like, see, you got to look at what, you can't fix something that you don't know what you're doing. You know what I mean? Well, right. You don't know what you don't know. Basically. And, yeah. and, and if you can't, and if you can't admit that you don't know, that's a bigger issue. Right. You got to start there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. You got to start with your knowledge base. Yeah, and if your knowledge base isn't there, then say it's not there, and right, at least pass on some information that says, okay, I can't handle this, but I know somebody who can, and just be that beacon of, of, you know, of hope or whatever, you know. Right, I, I think that's part of part of what we're doing is is because I think that is that that whole thing, like you said, like you're uh, just admit it, you know, maybe they're um, ashamed of it or, or embarrassed of whatever. Like, I think that's part of what we're trying to do is break down that wall, that barrier, you well, know, that's the stigma we're dealing with. Right. And I, I think now though, and I, and I think, and, and I have to say now, because we're in a different time, like this is a time that none of us have really experienced. Like I, I was born in 1972. So the whole, I missed the whole Vietnam era. So I, I don't know that tumultuous time 
only by seeing movies and, and books. Right. And what I've learned, but we're in a different time now. And, and we, we can't really compare our time to the sixties because we have hyper speeded technology and, and everything is literally in front of us 24 seven. And you have to make the choice to turn it off, to not listen, to, to do something different. And I, I think a lot of people are afraid to make a choice to do something different. So if they're feeling really bad about things, they're being anxious, feeling anxious about things, or if they're feeling scared, a lot of people aren't taught how to feel those, how to feel those emotions. Oh no. Yeah. And they're no. definitely not taught to name them. They're taught no. to stuff them down, especially with men. It's just like, and I, and I'm seeing it. I see it on the news every night with these, with these guys who are just out there every day. Look, man, I I'm, I'm all for having, having people say what they want to say, but you also have to understand that there's a lot of pain that goes into a lot of this stuff on, on, on everywhere. There's, there's a lot of pain that we're just taught as men and saying as men that we're taught to stuff down, suck it up, be a man. Stop being a wussy. Stop. And I don't mean to right. that, but it's, it's true. No, like, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and especially now, like you get this hyper masculine, this, this weird thing where like it's us against them and it's the strongest, only the strong survive, but we don't understand that that's a lot of that is just reaction. It's not healthy reaction. It's just reaction. And it's stuff that we're taught. And it's like, how do you get by that? How do you get by 25 years of, of training from your, from your churches, from your parents, from all this shit? And then all of a sudden, you hear something that you're like, well, wait a second. That sort of makes sense. But I can't go by that because I've been taught this. How do you get by that? You know what that's called, my friend? Domestication. <laughs> it well, is, man. Look, well, dude, there, there's a certain part of Don Miguel Ruiz. That, well, there is a certain part of that domestication part of it. For sure. sure. You know, it's like, you know, and I think that's part of, uh, you know, a lot of the problem with mental illness is you're, you're maybe brought up a certain way. And a lot of us are, are maybe given values. And not that we chose or just like, this is, you know what I mean? This right. is this. We don't this shoot. Is... We don't question them. Right. And some people don't question them. Some people don't really, or like you said, if they try and think for themselves and they're like, well, this doesn't really fit. There's a huge, that's a, that's a big, uh, what, what's the word I want to use? Like, um, conundrum. A conundrum? You know, it's just conundrum. Yeah. 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 There we go. That's a big boulder to move, man. That's a big boulder to move, but it's a big boulder to even recognize and go, geez, can this even be moved? Like, should this boulder be there? Well, right. And how can you, if, if, if your whole world, say your whole world is, is 15 people and all those 15 people tell you the same thing, but yet you get outside of those 15 people and you experience 800 people that tell you something different. And then you're like, okay, my world is literally completely obliterated now because how am I supposed to, because my body is telling me and my emotions are telling me this, but yet I've been told this my whole life. How I do know. You, like, how do you rectify that in a healthy manner that 
that is is going to bring you closer to being healthy well yeah and i, I, I don't I want guess, to say healthy well no i know you're saying, health, the healthiest person in the world i think being your but, own advocate is a is a good place to start it, it it comes to like what came to my mind as we're talking about this is uh um a quote from carl Jung when he said uh loneliness does not come from having no people around you but from being unable to communicate the things that seem important to you wow yeah cg young again man wow i know man. there's some crazy there's... stuff that he that he's uh for sure he... yeah it is uh you know it's it's wow i'm, I'm just kind of i'm still that 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 thought is just still rattling around in the dome of mine i dude i know as soon as i read it, i was just like that's why it stuck with me and i'm like that he's got it. <laughs> like, <laughs> he gets it. like why, yeah, that's why, why he's... isn't this guy like ruling the world right now? Because he's dead. He's, yeah, besides <laughs> the fact that he's dead, but yeah, he had a lot of good ideas. To be normal is the ultimate aim of the unsuccessful. Well, yeah, but you know, I, I, you know, there's, there's, a, I, I have to. The older I get, we have to understand. There's always a certain amount of bias. Oh, for sure. In, with anything that goes into right with anything that goes into people's thoughts, so it's like okay, because there's and, and especially in the psychiatry field, like and that's the one thing that I'm learning. There's a lot of people on one end of the spectrum who are the pure people who don't trust the professionals, and then there's the professionals who don't trust the peers, right? Because the peers are, don't they don't have the piece of paper, they don't have the degree, they don't have the right. I have. I spent $900,000 for this degree. I own a DSM. (laughs) I'm on my, you know, I've, I've owned, I'm on my fifth copy of the DSM. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now, but you know what? I want to just quick, I want to run through a couple of things. I don't know if I would call them resources, but just things you can do to, um, stay on the wellness side of the uh, mental health spectrum. Um, you can write a letter to a friend. I like you it. Know, I think, I think that that's an old school habit that kind of has died, but you know, when, when we can just text somebody, it's just easier. But I think during these times, especially if you can just write a letter or, or even like send like a cool, uh, I don't know if your kid, if you have children or something like that, they colored something, maybe just send it to somebody that you haven't talked to in a while. It's just to brighten their day, I think would be a, I would think that it would have a positive effect on you as being the sender as well. Yeah. I like that. You know, practice gratitude. Yeah. I'm having a hard time with that lately. You are? Yeah. 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 Try and pick, try and, pick three things um you know positive things and and uh list how they ha- how they happened how they uh manifested journaling yeah, to try. yes journaling is a great thing writing has been so therapeutic for me yeah be more open increase your awareness try and be more social and we can all be a little bit more kinder 
or more kind. That's more appropriate. I'm just wondering how do you, it's hard, man. It's hard to like, I've been out like the last couple of days that I've gone out of the house as far as, cause I have to go in every other day mm-hmm. to, do my, to do my gig. And I've noticed though, man, it's like people's lack of trust and people's lack of caring about everyone else, I think is shown now as a, is, I, I, is it a symptom or is it just, that's just how it's really been. And then we're just, yeah, it's probably just that's being how it's magnified been. now. Yeah. I mean, I think, um, you know, those are the things that you try to, um, you know, if you have to take it in, take it in and then let it go and just keep going, you know, keep down flowing down that stream, you know, cause I think that's the stuff that's going to get you hung up and, uh, it's, it's hard not to get hung up. If you walk into is. a place, if you walk into a place and nobody's social distancing, nobody's wearing a fucking mask. Hey, welcome to my life every single day. I know, I know. I know and it's every day. Have you seen, have you noticed any changes at all for you and on your, on your rounds? No. Appointed rounds. I'd like to say yes, but not, I mean, you know, certain people that like, um, certain people, I guess I'd say a little bit. Yeah. But you know, some people don't really get it. No. Yeah. But it's just, it's one of those things. Like I think for the first two weeks, it really, really was the thing that was getting me down it wasn't like it wasn't really the actual event of what's going on it was the the hypocrisy the the stupidity and it was just it was i was letting it bother me and it was just really making me angry like i would just get mad because people would literally come right up to me and like hey and i'm like what like what are you doing (laughs) right I i know i know so you know, but it's, it again, it's one of those things where it's like when you're driving in a car, you know what I mean? Somebody cuts you off, you know, you want it. Sure. It's not right. I want to, you know, drive up and throw granola out the window at them, but <laughs> you know, but I don't No granola. That's a good one. No granola, man. No granola. But yeah, you tr- I guess you just try to try to, I don't know, maybe be the better person, try to try to um, rise above. Gotta rise above. I just thought the same thing. You gotta rise above. Black flag. Man. Yeah, absolutely, man. He just did it with Cindy Lauper back in like December or January. Really? Well, yeah, dude, it was awesome. It was online. No kidding. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I'm I'm a huge, huge Rollins fan. I was not I a big are, I was yeah. not a black flag fan when I was young, I wish I had yeah. been, I had slip it in and I got rid of it. Cause I just didn't, it didn't it just didn't resonate with me. Yeah. I hear it. Which I wish it did. Cause I wish I could have, I wish yeah, I was whatever it is, what it is, man. Yeah. You know, I was too, too stuck in that empty arena rock stuff. Nothing wrong with that, man. No. Hey, we're all classic rock now, man. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Easy day, day, baby. That's right. <laughs> We're all classic rock now. I'm all classic rock. 
My daughter said to me that I was old today and she's, she was trying to make a funny. And I yeah. told her, and I told her that I said, I am the AOL to your TikTok. Oh, even wow, though it's not, go. even though it doesn't quite correlate because AOL was AOL. I don't really know what TikTok app. is to be honest with you. TikTok's an app that all these kids are using to have like these short little videos of just craziness on them. They're, 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 some of them are just, they're just, they put earworms in there and they're just like, and the songs stick in your head. They're, it's, you know, they're like they're yeah. video clips. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me get back to this list quick. So uh, enjoy like natural settings. Like if there's some parks or, you know, some, some little nature trails, take a walk. Or if you want to run, run. Um, obviously, you can always meditate. If you can't uh, get to a park now because your park is closed, go sit outside on your front porch. Right. Well, yeah. But you know what? Some of the parks that I've noticed that are closed, you can actually walk. Some people are walking in there. Yeah, just you know? distantly, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if it's a big enough park, you know what I mean? You, yeah. Whatever. And some people go in there or park by or and maybe catch, like, the bike trail on their bicycle and, you know, do that. Um. But yeah, there's that. There's um, there's something called which I don't I, I don't want to get into because I don't really know much about it. But it's called hope therapy. You never it's heard kind of it. like yeah, it's kind of like setting goals and hope um, therapy. Yeah, hmm. I gotta look this up now. I don't know any names or anything like that behind it, but. Is that like I hope therapy works? <laughs> no, no, I think it's kind of concentrating on like um, setting concrete goals and like achieving them. Sort of in a, in a in a uh, in more or less, I guess. Huh. I got to do a little research on this. I'm marking it down. All right. All right. Uh, being creative too, you know. Yeah. You, you know, if you play guitar, play guitar. You know what I mean. Play, play, write some stuff, or if you draw, color. You know, or just get creative with whatever. Maybe you haven't, um, you haven't painted in like fifteen years, and just get, you know, get some stuff out and paint something. Try it. Give it a try. You know, kind of thing. Yeah, the um, art therapy is working really well for me. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I. I cool. I, I I never thought I could draw or anything like that, and I really I, that, yeah, I really can't awesome. I really can't draw, but right. I've I've redone it like three times today. Like I'm trying Ooh. to just get it so we can use it, but I want to. It's got to be right. Yeah, I hear you. I but it's it fun. Is. It's fun to draw, man. It's fun. It's fun well, to color. But you're but you're getting creative too, though, because you're you know what I mean. You're making yeah, something. So. Absolutely, you're making something that can maybe help people too. Exactly, which is even better. Um, the last thing I wrote down was uh, EFT, the tapping. Oh, the tapping. Yeah, we can we can maybe post something on the uh, on the Facebook page or something like that, and about that, you know, something that has the tapping points on it or whatever. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. Well, we're getting up against it right now, so. All righty. Um, I just wanted to mention one resource for anybody who wants to learn more about anything that they can do. 
um, there is a website called psychhub.com. And psychhub.com is a website that has been, uh, is a, a big culmination of all kinds of professionals and peers and everything. Uh, the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention is involved. Uh, the National Alliance on Mental Illness is involved. Mental Health America is involved. The Mighty is involved. Um, a lot of organizations are involved. There is all kinds of stuff up on there. I'm going to post it in our show notes. You can check it out. There's a nice. video library for learning. There's a whole COVID-19 uh, kit in there, which helps you with some stuff. And uh, check it's it like out. like the WrestleMania for mental health. It is. It is like the WrestleMania for mental health. It's like one of them. I would say Psych Hub might be the – the WWE of mental health. There's a, couple, there's a couple other sites out there that I'm starting. No, I know. I was just playing around. But I like it. Yeah, Psych Hub is it's, – it's No, that's cool. great. I mean, any, yeah. kind of, any kind of resources, for, especially like Seth, they have some educational videos or something on there. They got tons of video library, learning, uh, just, you know, all kinds of stuff, man. You can never have enough information. No, you can't. And if you're going to sit in front of a computer, learn rather than consume, you know? Or if you're Perfect. going to consume, or if you're going to consume, consume something healthy and not, and not junk. Well food. said. Not the well said. Not the McDonald's of media, man. No. You know? Gosh, no. <laughs> the smell it makes me sick now. Ah, nice. So until <laughs> next week, be well, be safe, and be above. Oh. Above Ground Podcast is in no way intended to be a substitute for professional help in any manner or degree. We are not therapists, doctors, or professionals in the medical field. These are the opinions and experiences of two individuals just like you, our peers, who live with mental illness and all of its conditions. If you or anyone you know are experiencing a mental health crisis, please go to your nearest emergency room, call 911, or you can call the National Suicide Hotline 24 hours a day, 7 days a week at 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255. 8255. Be well, be safe, be above.